Over the last couple of weeks, we've talked about prayer and we've talked about science and Christianity. Today, we're going to kind of meld those topics and talk about mental health. Welcome to the Gray Podcast. Welcome to the Gray Podcast, where we believe that life is neither black nor white, but rather gray. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. Bill's so far away. Great. <laughs> I was, I was, was so like, we're starting a podcast. Let me stand back. <laughs> I was so enthralled by your intro, I forgot to move up to my mic. <laughs> good morning. So, good morning. Good morning. So we're talking about mental health. And I think this is one that we all probably have some sort of skin in the game. Um, we were joking before we started recording that all of our families probably struggle from crippling mental health issues. Um so let's just open it up for conversation. Um, you know, what, what do we think and what's kind of the, and, and anybody can, you know, chime in, um, but what do, why, why, are we, why are we talking about mental health? What's kind of the, the things that we want to maybe unpack with this topic? Um, I mean, we've got, the, we've got the, the impact of, we talked about prayer last time. Um, or two times ago, uh, two podcasts ago, depending on how you re- yeah, re- listen to it. We talked series. about it at some point. Um, and so the impact of that, how I know you guys have specific um, instances where someone has said, hey, just pray and you'll feel better. <laughs> uh, and to an extent... Maybe, but again, we'll talk about that. And then I think we can talk about the impact and why we have this issue as well. Why we think, our hypothesis of why all of us, not all of a sudden, but it seems like it's becoming more and more uh, prevalent within society is the issue of mental health or the, the number of people with mental health issues now is that just because we're now understanding it and we're diagnosing it, or are people actually becoming more and more depressed or anxious? Uh, that's, I guess, what I, my thoughts. I think people are acknowledging it more. I think our generation is acknowledging it and doing something about it, and our parents' generation is still, it's still taboo to say you're going to counseling or therapy. Um, it's it's just you don't talk about it. It's almost embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Well, so I think to understand the struggle with mental health in Christianity or religion, and to be fair, I think we also need to clarify this is not a struggle of just Christianity and religion. I think people outside of religion struggle mm-hmm. with yeah. getting help with men- mentally. Sounded weird, but it's actually how it should be said. Um, but the to unpack what is the kind of the opposition for seeking uh, guidance or counseling around mental health? One, are we saying what, you know, with this topic, are we saying that people struggle with talking to someone like addressing their mental health? Maybe it's taking, you know, if, if somebody's prescribing them medication, is that what we're talking about with mental health? Like, I think there's a, a lot of different facets when we kind of come under the blanket of mental health. I think we can talk about both. Yeah, sure. Break it down in those two categories. Because, I, you know, this is why we kind of tie it in to the, 
we were joking that we said there was going to be a series of science and we hadn't followed up on it. So this kind of falls into that series because a part of it is science-based. You know, if, if people are getting prescribed medication for mental health, like that's a part of that conversation of trusting modern medicine, trusting, uh, you know, that process. But I think we also need to unpack the history of mental health and the struggle of mental health, not just in religion, but just as a society. Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't say like not too long ago, but like not too long ago, people would be ostracized and put away or outcast from some pretty simple stuff that we address in modern times. We like, have that Dorothea Dix part down the road. Oh yeah, in Raleigh, and they would be sent there. Yeah, my, yeah, my, yeah. my, and this is something that I don't think anybody knows. Uh, but my grandfather suffered heavily from bipolar schizophrenia, and the treatment back then was still the shock therapy. Shock therapy, and so wow. he went through that. And so th- there is a, there is definitely a, there's been a progression of treatment and understanding. Yeah. Which I think is very important, um, and I think that it's it's a it's a it's it, is it is it kind of can we can we attribute that to the goodness of God and how He helps and all? Sure, um, but anyway. I mean, I, you know, to I don't want to use this podcast as like my own personal therapy, but like my dad went through that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like my dad was at Dorothy Dix for a little bit. Um, there was a place outside of town that is also another mental institution, uh, and they practice shock therapy mm-hmm. on him. And it was oh, it was a goodness. weird time. Yeah, I, I can't time. imagine. I cannot imagine that. Like that. That just to me is. Yeah. It 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 really kind of upsets me. It's like that mm-hmm. you you do sure. that to anybody yeah. is just is just horrible. But I mean, before that, people would be. I mean. How many times do we hear about people, you know, being put into like what would be seen as like an orphanage type situation because they had a a quote unquote problem or Mm -hmm. uh, it's just, you know, it's different than what they were used to. And Mm -hmm. so they were flawed or they were broken. And so let's take them away from our society. They're basically lepers. Um and, you know, I know that's something that I know my dad still struggles with mm-hmm. is like, you know, feeling like that a little bit of that, sh- like a shame because mm-hmm. he's got that going on. Yep. But in reality, like if we, I don't, we don't talk about it that much, but if we did, it would, the conversation would be, no, you've had some sort of, and I don't know what, cause I'm, I'm not here to diagnose anything. Right. But you've had something you've been dealing with your whole life. Yes. And the t- the events that took place that got you to where you were just were too much for you. And right. that instability that was in your life was always there. Mm-hmm. It just took that extra yeah, to set you over. Yeah. Um but that goes back into if if we have so many things that are I wouldn't say easy fixes. They, they make life a little bit easier. Right. Maybe it's counseling. Maybe it's medication. It's more convenient. Sure. It's like I mean, it's more at our hands. Sure. It's, it's more convenient than it used to be. Mm-hmm. 
And I think there, there is a, you know, I, I, I used to work uh, with inner city kids um, when I was in my like mid twenties. Um, and at the time there was, it was like the, the big thing was starting a company that was funded by like Medicaid and basically having the company be like a bunch of counselors to help people with disabilities. And those disabilities could range from anything like physical disabilities to ODD, ADHD. Mm-hmm. And even then, I feel like we didn't know how to properly handle it, right? Mm-hmm. But now it's become, especially with like the influx of TikTok, like the amount of things that my wife has uncovered because of TikTok about her <laughs> ADHD is maddening. It's crazy. Because, I mean, you, I love your response <laughs> I'm, to that. I'm not, I'm not, we're not going to talk about social media because I have my own. I, I think we could do a whole thing on social media and its sure. impact, which maybe we will. But that is, the, that I will advocate, there is a lot wrong with social media. And there's a Correct. lot wrong with the internet. Correct. There is a bunch of evil with the internet. Yes. But there are, that is an example of circumstances where there can be good coming out of it, too. I completely agree. I say there, there is parts of the internet that are good. I think when you when you're able to influence mass amounts of people, there's always going to be a large number of people that are going to take advantage of that. Oh, for sure. And that's wrong. I think the the I've been watching a lot of a lot of documentaries actually the last few days um, about consciousness and how the belief of consciousness started with um, the body is a machine. You put in something, you pull some levers, shock therapy, you do some things, and it'll automatically be fixed. Right. The understanding or the beginning of understanding now is consciousness is something different. The soul, the, the, the feelings that we feel, all that goes well beyond just some dopamine, some other things. It's, it's a much more holistic look at things. And I'm, I'm hoping that we are getting to that point where we understand the holistic view. Like you said, there's something in the past. There's something that happened. There's something that's being suppressed. There's something going on yeah. that is causing this imbalance. Um, it's not all genetics. Right. Yeah, and that's so. why it's good to go to therapy mm-hmm. so you can talk about right. things. And exactly. there's there's days that I go to my therapist and I really have nothing to say, but once you start just talking, you just start unpacking mm-hmm. things. Yeah. And so it does go deeper than just like a chemical imbalance and yeah. stuff like that. So going from that so we've kind of unpacked like the history and maybe even some of our like personal, you know, stories around mental health, but going back to what you're saying. So why, what do we think is the reason why people are so, and we'll focus maybe a lot on our circle of people, the the Christian circle of people, because again, this is not just a Christian thing, but why as a Christian society, are we so, is that such a, a taboo thing to do to talk to someone? I think our gener- the generation before us and then the one before that, so like our grandparents, I think it was just taboo to talk about. You just, you don't talk about it. It's embarrassing. You keep it quiet. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, like I think about like the 1950s. They didn't go to sure. I, I, therapy. There's yeah. a lot of shame I'd go, I'd go the all the way into deal like with. the 80s. I mean, even with parenting and how parents address and talk to kids and stuff Mm -hmm. very different yeah like it was get over it yeah move on yeah compared to okay let's talk about this because there's obviously something else it's not just a surface emotion Mm -hmm. um 
but I think when we look at when we look at the church, we say, and I think one of the one of the things with the church is that um, the belief that God is um, God can heal all, God can do everything. Yeah, you don't need anything. You don't need vaccines. You don't need mental health. You don't need anything. All you've got to do is is ask, and you shall receive. <laughs> um, and so I, I think there's. I think there's a there's a there's a I don't want to say a limit to God, but I think that is very stifling of what God actually is. Is just ask, receive, ask, receive, ask, receive, fix. Compared to, let's look at it. God created the individual who created the medicine who now is helping you, or God created the person who exactly. is a therapist who is now helping you. So all these things are are interventions by God to help individuals deal with all the craziness that's going on in the world, all the impact that decisions are, that are made have on people, um, whether it's from parents down. Um, there's, there, there's these tools, and he's using the tools, human beings, to help other human beings in a way that mm-hmm. works. So I'm, I'm sitting here processing, and, I, and I, think it, I think to me it comes down to two different facets, right? Like it comes down to the facet of... Kind of like, don't air your dirty laundry. That whole, like, you know, like, it's it's that show showmanship that you do every Sunday. Mm-hmm. You get dressed up, you go to church, and you you are keeping up with the Joneses. At the time, that was cool for me because my <laughs> last name was Jones. Um, but uh, I legally changed my last name, so that's... that's Wait, what? Yeah, I'm Beckler Jones. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm getting doxxed. Okay. Um, so, uh, anyways, um, but there's a, there's an aspect of that. There's the aspect of don't air our dirty laundry, keep it all bottled up. That's that, that's like, I think our parents and grand, maybe our parents a little bit, but our grandparents generation, everything's fine. Our marriages are fine. Our family is fine. (laughs) We, if we don't air our dirty laundry, it is, it's. It's all okay. But I think that goes in the second facet of once we admit that we need help, that's when we we are conscious to the fact that something's wrong. Right. And that fear of something being wrong drives us to not do it. So for me, I, I'm a full advocate for mental health. I don't go to counseling. Not because me, it's more so I'm lazy and I feel like I probably don't have enough to talk about, which is absolutely not true. Because I have so much family. Everyone drama. has something it's to talk amazing about. Amazing what gets revisited. It's yeah, absolutely right. amazing. I mean, at the t- now it is more so because my wife goes to a specialist for therapy, and so it just costs way more. So I'm like, you do that when my time comes, I'll go do therapy, um, just to kind of make sure we're not broke. Um, but uh, you know, it is. It, it's a little bit of. Hide, hide our dirty laundry, but also once we admit that our dirty laundry is there, it, there's that fear of what happens. What happens if I admit that my marriage is going wrong? What happens if I admit that I have a problem controlling emotions? Mm-hmm. What happens to admit, what happened, like, how do I admit that I am in deep depression? Because maybe it is a reliance on God. Because if I admit that, is God doing what he said he was going to do? 
And that starts cr- giving cracks into what you believe. Right. Right. It, it starts. It starts saying, "Well, does God actually exist? If He does, why isn't He helping me? Why isn't He making me better?" Um, yeah. It's it's a it's it does impact. It impacts a lot once you admit it. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot, a lot, of, and this goes into the whole science and Christianity. There's a lot of fear around. There is going to be one thing that's going to tip you over the edge of not believing anymore. And that's why you don't ask questions, right? That's why you don't ask questions. You don't, you don't dissect what you believe because you're afraid, right? You're afraid of what you might find, right? Yes. You're afraid of what you might find. You're afraid of what will happen if you do question and you're not sure what will happen on the other side, but is that faith? Is that really faith? Or, because I don't think it is, because I don't think that God intended us, I don't know, maybe, because there is scripture about, like, a child's, you know, the, what is, the like, a childlike faith is, right. I'm paraphrasing it's, it's, massively. Yes, yes, and I understand, what you, yeah, it's like you just, you just believe. You, you just believe. Now, <laughs> what's interesting is, is there was a, there was a, again, I'm, I've watched too many of these. Um, one I want to mention is Ram Das Be Nobody is a great documentary. It's about basically everybody's trying to be somebody, yeah. even though it's not who they actually are, yeah. so that other people will perceive them in a certain way and act a certain way. Um, but uh, I think it's, it's, a, it's a, when you look at a, a, child's, um, a child's faith, be childlike, it's just that openness to yeah. possibility. Yeah. That's, that's the faith. There's anything is possible. Now, when we start saying anything is possible, with God, that I think is, is, can help and it can hurt. So you say everything is possible, God, therefore I can just pray and pray and pray and everything will be better because right. anything's possible. But I think it's, again, that is putting God in a box and not looking at what God, this is all God, everything is. And so the medicine is, the, um, anything that is what we've defined in our first, well, fourth, fourth, third, whatever it was that we published, what God was, and ultimately it's, it's that love. Um, and, and so that's what we're trying to attain, that openness and that love um, is, is the important part. Do we feel like there's a fear of, if we admit that we are chemically imbalanced, that there's a fear of that God did something wrong in creating us the way that we are? Do you think that plays a factor into it? Everybody shaking their head. No, I don't think so. Okay, I mean that's. I'm throwing out hypothesis here. I think so. I I don't think that. I don't think we believe it. I think there is there is that narrative somewhere. Sure. That oh you're you're broken. You didn't do enough to appease God, and therefore He made you. He did something. And I know there's there's a scripture of Jesus with with um and I can't remember what it was. And I'm paraphrasing where um someone asked, well, why is why is this why is this person whatever in a certain way? And Jesus says, and they said, was he punished? Is he being punished for my things? And she said, no, we don't, God doesn't do that. God does not punish someone by making someone sure. Whatever. Yeah. Not quote perfect. Um, so to that point, I think that's something that we've learned to accept recently. Right. Mm -hmm. We were talking the other day about a friend of ours, um, that listens to the podcast that was talking about, people that uh, maybe struggle with different disabilities, they're not damaged, 
They're not, mm-hmm. you know, uh, something didn't go wrong. But I think one thing that's changed is we've started to see them as a unique blessing to our world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was it? Greg Locke? Yeah, Greg Locke talking about autism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and want to throw my phone, <laughs> <laughs> but but that's the thing, and, and and that there's there's so many things we can take from even just that conversation because one thing that people stay away from mental health is because well it's just somebody's getting possessed by the devil, mm-hmm. or like there's just devil activity in their life. Well, no, maybe they struggle with being bipolar. Maybe they struggle with ADHD. Maybe they are autistic. Maybe, um, you know. Uh, it, it's there's so many different things. It's yeah. not a simple answer, right? There, there isn't. There's not a the 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 mind is so complex that there's not a simple answer that says, oh, this you can't take one thing and apply it to everybody. You can't say, oh, they did this and therefore all this is going to happen. Um, and I think it, it goes back to and, and we were, you were talking about uh, vul- um, admitting, right? It makes you extremely vulnerable when you say, hey. I have a problem. Yep. Because now you're very, you're weak. You're seen as weak. I mean, if you yep. go back to survival of the fittest and all that crap, it's, it's the weakness that you're showing, um, which makes but Isn't think, that inherently Christianity? We're told what? to be meek. We're told to be like <laughs> humble people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So why do we, why do we struggle with saying? I mean, this whole, like, I, I, I don't go to church anymore. And I get the lecture at least four times a quarter, <laughs> like a random number. But like I get the lecture let's of increase, like, let's increase that. Yeah, let's <laughs> increase that. The lecture of, you know, you've got to be among the believers. You've got to be among each other. Well, what the hell, what, what purpose is there if you're not going to, to find someone around you to say, I'm hurting, I'm struggling, I'm, I'm dealing with some serious baggage right and i need help because i guarantee you the people that are giving me that lecture probably most of my parents but some (laughs) friends maybe um so i won't say that but like i guarantee you that like people will take that passage of be among the believers or we're two or more gather right um and say well we just need to be in each other's presence and praise god together but no no you need to be there to open up, to be able to open up, and to be able to say, guys, I need help. Yeah, it's a safety thing. It's a safety, and I think one, one of the things is, that's, that's one of the benefits of church is the community and the feeling of right. being safe. And right. feeling like I can say, if I can be myself, I don't have to fake it. I don't have to put on the suit and do the dance and all that. Um, and so I think that's a that's a, a definitely a, a big benefit of of church, which allows you to feel safe. Therefore, allows you to be more open to admitting or talking about. Um, Dogs are going crazy. Things, I know. I, I see them <laughs> like attacking each other out in the entryway. But um, yeah. But to that, like I think what we talk about country club all the time. Yeah. You don't get that with country club. Right? No, like, okay, so if you're really following the Bible and what Jesus says, like he says it in Matthew 5, blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are those who mourn, blessed are the meek, and 
Blessed are the pure in heart, merciful, peacemakers. Um, blessed are those who, pers- who are persecuted. Right. So, I mean, if, if you truly are meek and show your weakness whenever you're mourning, poor in spirit, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you're considered I'm, blessed. Exactly. And that's, that's, a very, that's a very much a Jesus saying everyone is. Yeah. I don't care if you're, if you're exactly. poor, hurt, sad, quote, damaged, right. or being labeled as damaged, or right. broken. I don't care. You're still blessed. It doesn't matter. Excuse me? <laughs> Not my phone. We've got to keep that in. Wow, Some people are like, it's God. Oh, it's God. It's God's God. listening to us. We don't know through what he said. Something. Echo Although that was a woman, so I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, was, that was Siri yeah, on my phone edit. in my pocket. Oh, That's weird. funny. Oh, my dad just called me. Uh, my, my, right, mom called, anyway. my mom yeah. called me. Hey, I, I feel left out. Let's just somebody somebody call speaker. me, please. <laughs> so I, his I number think, is. Yeah. <laughs> Your number is. Oh, let's Our not. Let's. Is. We've already said my We're last take name. A call. We're not doxing each other one. today. What do you have to say? Um. Uh, so yeah, I, I do. So like, yeah. I, I, again, this is not a Christian thing. This is not just isolated Christianity. But I do think as Christians. You know, I tell my parents all the time, like when we talk about like environmental stuff, I think I'm, I'm, I'm always an advocate for like environmental stuff. Like as Christians, we should be leading that charge. We were set to be stewards of this earth. And, and I think that we should be leading that charge. And I think this is an area where I agree with that statement too, mm-hmm. is we should be leading the charge of encouraging people to talk to someone. And I think that's why my focus around this topic is, is mental health and Christianity is because I think we have an opportunity as a church and as a people to say, you are hurting, talk to someone. Right. Talk to me, but I'm not a really trained professional, so maybe you should talk to a trained professional. Yes, exactly. If anything, like I'm here to, if you want to listen, but I strongly encourage you to talk to a trained professional. That's a whole other thing we can talk about because people go to their pastor, which is not a trained professional. Right. So, so I think that, and that gets (laughs) into biblical counseling. Yes, exactly. We can get into that. We can get into fixing people. Like that's not the that's not the role of of conversion therapy. Yes, all that crap, that garbage, is not the role. It's not about fixing someone. You can come and talk to me. You can go to a counselor, but that counselor is not going to fix you. Right. They're going to help you explore, guide you through a self-realization right. of what you're feeling, why you're feeling it, but to go to counseling, to go to anyone and say, I need to be fixed, yeah. wrong. It's right. not it's I like not to look at it, it as them giving you the tools right. mm-hmm, to guide you. I, I don't want to say fix, but if something's broken, hurt, you need tools, and I believe mm-hmm. that therapists... My therapist, at least, has given me the tools, and right. it's amazing how far I've come. Yeah, it's it's it it's, does wonders. Like people, yeah. I don't know why everybody doesn't go to therapy, and everybody needs it. I think I think well, one of the reasons is is sometimes it's cost prohibitive, yeah. and that's not right. Right. So, not getting into politics sure. and all that sure. crap because we all know that that's <laughs> whatever. Um, but there there are there are there are ways I know that there are free. Yes. Things for older people who are either on Medicaid or Medicare. There's free. There's free people. Just talk. Don't well, keep it inside. I know if you are experiencing like domestic violence or having suicidal thoughts, there's like hotlines where you can call. So I mean, I think 
I think I'm going to, like, even, I say hotlines, <laughs> like back in the 90s. Okay, so there's, there's websites you can have chats with, professionals, um, and then betterhelp.com. No, there's a new hotline, like 844 or something. I don't know. All right, so we addressed the history around mental health, and specifically in the realm of maybe the Christian circle, the church. Um, you know, we, we theorized on why it may be an issue now, in the uh, you know, for the benefit of not making this a super long podcast, I do feel like this is probably one episode, and maybe there might be some follow ups to it. I do think that we can go into things like medication, uh, go into you were mentioning rehab. Uh, I do think there's more to it. So, if you are listening to this podcast, know that this there will most likely be a follow up to this episode. But I encourage you, if you are listening, that the thing that you should maybe take away from this episode is if you have any sort of need for counseling, if you feel like you're in a place where things are just too much, things are uh, you know too hard to handle, definitely talk to someone. Um, we are going to be leaving some resources in the show notes, so definitely check those out. This is the biggest thing that we want to get away from this episode is even though there's a stigma around addressing mental health, not just in the church, but in the world in general, but we'll maybe focus on this demographic, even though it's a stigma there, don't let it prevent you from getting help. Yeah. Because honestly, like, just everybody needs it every once in a while. You are not alone. We're going to break it into song. We're going to break it into song. Every time I, I say right, you're my not alone. guitar. Yeah, the guitar. So All right, so I think that's a good place to stop. Like I said, stay tuned. We'll most likely have a part two to this episode. It may not be the very next episode of The Gray, but there will be a part two uh, addressing some other things that kind of offshoot from this topic. Uh, thank you all for joining. Remember, if you're listening to us on Apple Music or Spotify, not Apple Music, Apple Podcast or Spotify, uh, subscribe or follow the podcast. Um, and thank you all. We've had some downloads. We've actually had some traffic on this podcast. Yes. And so we thank everyone that, down, like when we started this podcast, we we're like, no one's going to listen to this. And we've, it's not like blowing up, but we've had some traffic and it's nice. It so thank you all Hopefully for it's participating. Helping. Uh, and, and listening uh, and I hope you guys are all getting something out of this podcast so everybody say goodbye peace out bye <laughs> you guys have a good one peace <laughs>